0: You are listening to the World of Games Podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you may be on this big blue marble we call planet Earth. How are you doing, everybody? Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. hope you guys are enjoying it. First off, I got a couple things to say before I go further in this podcast. <laughs> All right, so I decided... First off, I decided to go ahead and do another outdoor episode. I really did enjoy doing it. Um... My rant on the whole sprinkler issue, (laughs) I have to apologize for that. I mean, you have to understand the whole situation. If you weren't there, you probably wouldn't understand. I hope I conveyed it. I sounded like a maniac when I played myself back. I was like, that doesn't sound like me. I just wanted to make clear that there was no intention to go after the ranger or or the maintenance guy. Like, I was going to, you know, fight him or anything like that. I was... Merely going to go up to him, which I did, you know, not in a threatening manner, but I just kind of wanted to go up to him and say, hey, this is what's going on, and you almost damaged my stuff, and so on and so forth. And he actually came back to me and told me, yeah, he did happen to find out who the guys were, and it was just like I figured it was some young guys. They were just fucking around. They're what you call, like, summer work program. They're like about, you know, seven, 16, 17-year-olds, you know, and I guess they're just hired for summer um, when they're not in school, even though there hasn't been any school in the last year and a half. So he apologized for it, and I just kind of squashed it, and, you know, whatever happened to him happened to him. I don't really care. I just don't, I didn't want people to get fired, but if they would have fucked with my shit, if, if it, my stuff would have got damaged, I would have definitely, you know, I'd have been upset. But I, I played back myself, and I realized, wow, you know, <laughs> you know, I was a little harsh about it, because it, it was, you know, spur of the moment, you know. And, uh, so if I came out sounding like a maniac, I apologize to you guys. And, uh, it wasn't how it came off. Let's I, I put it that way. Everything's cool. So, all right. Also, I wanted to kind of share with you my thought process on what I'm doing outdoors again, doing a podcast. And I think it's kind of cool to be honest with you. I've gotten a lot done. I've been doing this coming out to the local park and also while I'm hiking, um, I'm doing my own work. I can work from my laptop right and I can also do a podcast and so I like doing it the weather is great there's no rain um, wind can be a little bit of a problem hopefully you're not picking up too much of it but also I'll just be going to different spots and just doing a lot of different segments I think it'll, it'll be fun you know I'll share that with you I'll share the experience so you'll still hear like planes trains automobiles and stuff like that and that's to be expected but that's what will give each place I go to its own uniqueness now I do have some stories lined up I did see one story I want to share with you it's it's a remarkable story about a guy I think this was in Australia and the guy was getting handcuffed for not wearing a mask and they ended up picking him up and he started walking away and he had a heart attack and fell to his knees There's video of that I was going to share, but I don't know if I can do the whole OBS thing. So that can be, I don't know, uh, I don't know. I I, I don't think it would be kind of, it would be too difficult to try OBS outdoors. I'm not confident yet. I'm just lucky to get this off. So I don't know. And I got some other stories as well. So thanks a lot for tuning in. Let's get this podcast started right now. So did you guys hear about this one? This is coming from Australia, and what it is, it's a guy. I guess he re- he suffered a heart attack while he's being handcuffed for not wearing a mask outside. And this has been on Sky News Australia, but I'm I'm pulling this from New York Post. It's got video, but I'm outdoors and I can't do anything about that right now. Sorry about that. But what I'll do is I'll go ahead and read it. And it goes something like this, distressing video shows an Australian man reportedly suffering a heart attack while being arrested for not wearing a mask. As he was exercised outdoors, even though he told the cops he was exempt from the strict mandate due to medical reasons. The man and his partner were exercising at Brisbane Botanical Gardens on Monday when he was caught without the face covering, according to Sky News Australia. He told the officers that he suffers from heart problems and struggles to breathe, so was exempt from the mandate. But the cops didn't believe the man had cardiac issues, according to the man's son, Joseph Merlino, who posted the disturbing footage. The video shows the father telling officers that the handcuffs were hurting him, quoting, I'm not confident that you're going to comply with our directions, an officer responds. Jesus. That's just... (laughs) What the hell is going on, man? While being dragged away in cuffs, the man suddenly collapses, cries out in pain, and disappears to suffer a seizure as his partner yells, I told you. The heavily panting man also is seen reaching for medicine in his bag as he is held down on the ground. In a lengthy post on Instagram, Marlino wrote that his dad, quote unquote, did not do anything illegal. He did not retaliate in a violent manner. He was conducting himself in a peaceful manner, not looking for trouble. And it does have pictures of him. Seems like a, I don't know, he looks like a guy probably in his, he's a little up there. He's about 40s, 50s. He's probably in his 50s. Doesn't look in best of health. Quoting further, why was he handcuffed? Why was he under arrest? What did he do wrong? This doesn't make sense. The government is forcing control by any means necessary, creating fear and bullying tactics to make people not be able to have a voice, he wrote. Marlino said the episode left him in tears because he couldn't do anything or be there for him and feeling as a, as a son to protect his father. I'm gonna click on this. I'm gonna see, let me check this out a second, hold on. I don't know if I can do this. I'm gonna to try to pull it up. This is a daring move. Got a fucking BB in my face. Get out of here, goddammit! Let's pull up this video. There he goes. He's walking, and he, yeah, he just drops like a rock right to his knees. There's no audio to it, and wow, yeah, he just drops to his knees. At that point, whoever was holding the camera, it just went up. Oh, now he's on the ground. Oh yeah, that's not good. He's twitching like a fish out of water. And now they, and now they remove the cuffs on him. That's crazy now yeah that's not good man it's a quick video it's about 30 seconds he goes on to say quoting his partner was right by his side helping my father as these police had no regard for his well-being making a joke of his seizure and not believing he had a heart problem he had heart problems again i didn't hear anything the volume was turned up so i don't know The livid son asked what would have happened had his father been by himself at the time. Quoting, would my father be still alive if it wasn't for my dad's partner being there to record this, being there for him whilst these police were not taking his condition serious? He wrote, my father could have suffered brain damage from this, permanent injury or death, all for what, because of a mask? Which he had all the medical requirements to not wear one for his own health, Merlino added. There are 11 local government areas in southeast Queensland under lockdown due to an outbreak of the highly contagious Delta strain, according to Sky News. Stay-at-home orders have been extended until 4 p.m. Sunday, and people are required to wear masks while outdoors. The Post has reached out to Queensland police for comment. This is just getting ridiculous, man. It really is just getting just too damn ridiculous with these mask things. This just... It's almost how I felt when the three BART police approached me about not wearing a mask. 911, what's your emergency? I mean, and, and a police dog. <laughs> three police officers and a police dog. I mean, they didn't do... They, I, I didn't have a heart attack and they didn't put me in cuffs. But, I mean, I told them, hey, if there's a penal code or a ordinance code or whatever, go ahead. Write me the ticket. They wouldn't do it. So, I mean, this is just a horrible game that's going... It, it's bad. It's real bad. I mean... I I'd, seriously this guy right here I don't know how the laws work the civil lawsuits work in Australia or Queensland or whatever but I would definitely look for a civil litigation against these guys definitely against the police department especially he, if he has some sort of medical documentation to prove you know that he has a condition where where he's allowed not to wear a mask so well, good luck to him I think he's all right I think he said he's all right so that's a good thing Okay, I just came across this one. I clickbaited on it. You've already heard. I'm sure it's like wildfire. Cuomo's getting busted. He's getting thrown under the bus. The Democrats are throwing him aside. They're they're using him like used toilet paper. You know what I mean? This guy is just... His ass is on the grill, straight up. And I was just thumbing through the New York Post, and there's this article. It says, Chris Cuomo spotted in the Hamptons reading Post Report on Bros Scandal. <laughs> Let's see if I can click on it. Come on. There it goes. All right. Let's, let's check that. I'm just, I'm click baiting this. I don't know what it says. It says it has a picture of him and it looks like he's on a, some sort of runway or something. I guess he looks like he's about ready to walk onto a helicopter. It's pretty wild. But it says right here, must have been a turbulent ride. CNN host Chris Cuomo caught a helicopter from the Hamptons back to New York City just hours after his brother, Governor Andrew Cuomo, was exposed as a serial sexual harasser in a a damning official report. A source spotted Chris alone at the East Hampton Airport around 6 p.m. Tuesday and said the CNN anchor was scrolling through news about his older brother as he waited for his ride quoting, I saw the article from the New York Post on his phone when I walked by, the source said, photos showed the 50 year old, <laughs> he's, he's li- that's pretty funny when you think about it he didn't get his information from CNN, he got it from the New York Post that's pretty funny uh, it says, photos showed the 50 year old Cuomo's prime time host wearing camouflage shorts and a black t-shirt, hey, that's what I'm wearing, I'm actually wearing camouflage shorts right now huh Photo showed the 50-year-old old Cuomo primetime host wearing camouflage shorts and a black t-shirt as he boarded his flight, which according to the source was a private blade helicopter. Man, is that how he gets to work? This guy's talking about supporting all the fucking destruction going around the country in the whole past year, and he's flying around in helicopters. No wonder he wasn't tripping, fucking stirring up the shit on his network. <laughs> He later appeared on his cable show where he ignored his brother's growing scandal, the biggest news of the day from coast to coast. coast. Focusing instead on the Olympics and the COVID-19 pandemic, he has not publicly commented on the probe into his brother. Of course. (laughs) What is he going to say? In fact, the guy fucking helped his brother clear his name when this all started. He used CNN. He used his show to basically keep his brother looking good. He's compromised as well. He should be arrested, as far as I'm concerned. The scathing report released by State Attorney General Leticia James' office named Chris Cuomo as one of the several outside advisors who were provided confidential and privileged information by the Executive Chamber as the Governor tried to respond to a slew of sexual harassment allegations earlier this year. Independent investigators found that Chris sent an email to the other advisors with a proposed statement he appeared to have drafted or edited on his brother's behalf in response to sexual harassment allegations from uh, ex aide Charlotte Bennett. It was revealed in May that Chris had advised the governor on how to deal with the accusations, landing both Cuomo brothers in hot water and prompting CNN to issue an apology. The TV journalist also admitted that advising his brother was a mistake and apologized for putting his colleagues, quote-unquote, in a bad spot. You know, I don't want to hear that shit. These guys are about as rotten as they come. They're just, they are so guilty. Chris Cuomo sitting there pushing that trash on that that hack of a network. And then you got his goofball older brother running the state of New York, sexually prowling on women, meanwhile sticking COVID-19 positive patients back into nursing homes. As far as I'm concerned, both those clowns should be locked up. And they should sue the hell out of them. In fact, they should have a class action lawsuit by every citizen in New York State, and sue the hell out of that Andrew Cuomo. What a sleazeball, man. I mean, I know Gavin Newsom is a sleazeball, and he's getting his ass recalled, but this guy doesn't even have the guts to fucking just remove himself from office. He's still denying everything. I mean, he does have his day in court, and I still believe in justice, but I mean, the evidence that I heard yesterday was just too damn overwhelming. no that's a lot of damage! The guy has to go. He has to be fired. He ha- he just, I mean, if, <laughs> if he's got any ounce of dignity left, which I know he doesn't, whatever there may be that he can salvage, he needs to remove himself from office. Alright, here's some nonsense from Politico. Check this out. Politico goes off and says Newsom can reference Trump in argument against recall. Judge says, WRONG! How the fuck is Trump involved with this? This recall has been in the making long before Trump ever came came around. His policies have been a fail right before COVID, so I don't know what the hell this is all about. This is coming out of Oakland. Oh, it's coming out of Oakland. Jesus Christ, right here in my front yard. It says right here, Governor Gavin Newsom can keep references to Republicans and former President Donald Trump in his official argument against the recall. A judge tentatively ruled Wednesday. Recall proponents argued that Newsom's illusions were misleading and asked a court to strike them from the state's official voter information guide. But Sacramento Superior Court Judge Lori M. Earle sided with Newsom in a tentative ruling, finding that the quote unquote recall effort was clearly spearheaded by Republicans. Petitioners failed to clearly and convincingly demonstrate that Governor Newsom's argument against the recall contains outright falsehoods. The background. Newsom and allies have tried for months to frame the recall as an insidious maneuver driven by Trump-supporting Republicans. The governor's official voter guide argument emphasized that point. Recall proponents had argued that was deceptive. Or outright untrue, pointing out that non-Republicans have also backed the recall. But Earl rebuted that claim by pointing out that recall has largely been driven by conservatives, noting that it has drawn the support of both the California Republican Party and National Republicans, like Representative Devin Nunes and former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee. Quoting, the court suspects that even petitioners would acknowledge a large majority of those who signed the recall petition and who support the recall are Republicans, Earl wrote. Sounds like a judge is a little biased, don't you think? (laughs) Just a little biased? Quoting, the court suspects that even petitioners would acknowledge a large majority of those who signed the recall petition and who support the recall are Republicans, Earl wrote. Earl also said it may be an exaggeration to call the election a quote-unquote Republican recall, but argued that type of rhetoric is common in political debate and that is thus permissible. She said the fact that recalls are legal mechanisms does not mean that it is necessarily false or misleading to refer to a recall as a power grab or an abuse of the law. Quoting on, it would be difficult to argue that the past three years have been easy ones on Californians or on Newsom, she wrote. Given this, reasonable minds could disagree about whether this recall is an abusive, legally sanctioned process or whether the proponents should simply wait one year and then try their luck at unseating Newsom at the regular gubernatorial election. The impact? Election officials will send the state voter guide later this month to millions of Californian voters, Earl's ruling allows Newsom to argue directly to those voters that the recall is a partisan affair. Wrong. A central piece of Newsom campaign strategy. The impact? Election officials will send the state voter guide later this month to millions of California voters. Earl's ruling allows Newsom to argue directly to those voters that the recall is a partisan affair. A central piece of Newsom's campaign strategy. The ruling also gives a judge's impert and premature to the argument that the recall is a Republican effort allowing Newsom's campaign to assert that it's a court-vetted truth. Man, that, that is such bullshit. I mean, the judge is obviously biased. Obviously. I mean, <laughs> come on, straight up. They know it's getting close. They know the heat is on. I mean, Larry Elder's like, I think within a few points of this guy. This is a bipartisan effort. It is not a Republican effort. Granted that conservatives do want to get the radical progressive out. That is true and that is a fact. But bottom line, if you look at the overall scheme of things, this guy has totally fucked up the state and his time is coming and it's just a fact. Just a quick reminder. Make sure you go and subscribe to my Twitter page at the TheRealWOD on Updates when I'll be dropping podcast episodes as well as when I release any videos on YouTube or Rumble. Also on Twitter, I'll be posting news articles as well as videos that I talk about on the podcast. So go ahead and subscribe and make sure you hit that notification bell. Thanks. It looks like one of the Looney Tune... One of the Looney Tune progressives in Washington, D.C. Let me just jump right through this room. Let me see if I can pull it up. Oh, there it is. Uh, you remember that, you hear about that Representative Cori Bush from Louisiana? I think she's from, oh, no, Missouri. Excuse me, Louisiana. Well, same thing, I guess. Missouri. Excuse me. You know, she was the one that sat on the steps of the Capitol, I guess, with a couple of dozen people to protest the, manda- uh, what is it, the eviction moratorium? <laughs> Well, she's now trying to be unhinged even more and she's got a problem with that couple that were trying to defend their home from all those radical BLM idiots that were breaking into the private community, you remember that down in St. Louis? Well, it says right here, this is off of Fox News, and Corey Bush explodes over a pardon of a St. Louis couple in gun-waving incident, Mark McCloskey's day will come. That's what she says, which is pretty crazy. And to start off, Representative Cory Bush, Democrat from Missouri, was outraged Wednesday by the pardons given to the St. Louis couple who wielded guns at Black Lives Matter protesters March, marched in their neighborhood last year, saying Mark McCloskey's day will come. Jeez. I mean, that sounds pretty threatening right off the top. That sounds threatening. Uh, Bush, who was among the marchers in their neighborhood, told CNN the pardons of the McCloskeys by Republican Missouri Governor Mike Parsons were absolutely unbelievable. No, honey, breaking into people's gated community, that's unbelievable, and and it's unbelievable that you're an elected official doing it. Quoting, Mark McCloskey is an absolute liar, she said, he has spat on my name, and because of that, his day will come. You will not be successful in all that you're trying to do. When you are hurting the very people that you are trying to save lives, he can try it, but I will not stand by and allow him or our governor to hurt very people that are doing the work that they should be doing. And it shows some video, I guess a couple of the commentators are talking about it on CNN. I'm not going to play that garbage for you guys. You guys got better things to listen to, like me. <laughs> uh, quoting further, It's a correction of something that should have never happened in the first place, Mark McCloskey told Fox News of the pardons. Nine Black Lives Matter protesters were issued citations. <laughs> citations for trespassing in connection with the incident, but prosecutors refused to move forward. The couple's attorney said the demonstrators broke down a gate to get onto the private street and threatened them. Prosecutors determined the demonstrators acted peacefully. Wrong. (laughs) Jesus. My God, that is such fucking bullshit. Those people look like an angry mob. They're threatening to kill their dog. I've seen that video. Everybody that's, anybody's seen that video. They acted like a bunch of unhinged jackasses that were looking to tear down that they were talking about burning down their home, they're talking about killing their dog. I think they were saying some pretty derogatory things about the guy's wife. So, I don't know why, why they're getting citations. What were the citations for? Every law I seen on that video was more than a citation. It was more like jail time. It was more like 90 days in the county clink. That's what it looked like. But, you know, that I guess that tells you exactly what your DA is all about. You know, to straight up compromise with George Soros money. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what's going on there. So I'm glad they were pardoned. Good for them. I think that's a good thing. Uh, to hell with that woman. What, what was her name? I can care less. Who cares? St. Louis, you're way better off than a person like that running your city. You know what I'm saying? That's no justice whatsoever on her part. (laughs) I'm telling you guys, I am so fucking out of touch with technology. I had accidentally just found out that my ThinkPad, my Lenovo ThinkPad, is a touchscreen and i just brushed my hand accidentally across it and all of a sudden the image that i was looking at i was reading an article here that i'm about to tell you it just you know zoomed in i'm like i just literally was surprised that was that was kind of funny all right i know i'm way out of the loop i I still listen to cassettes sometimes all right so sue me but let me get to this article real quick this is again from the post and offspring drummer booted from band over failure to get COVID vaccine. Come on, man. Now that's just too much right there. Come on. You know what I mean? (laughs) You're going to boot your drummer? Come on. Come on, man. All right. It goes something like this. It says, to adapt a lyric from one of the band's biggest hits, you got to keep them vaccinated. Pete Parada, excuse me, drummer of the veteran rock band, The offspring has been booted from the group after refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine due to a pre-existing medical condition. The 48-year-old come-out-and-play musician announced the news Monday in a lengthy Instagram post in which he made clear he harbored no ill ill feelings toward his bandmates, but maintained that, quote-unquote, the shots carry greater risk than the virus for him. Given my personal medical history and the side effect profile of these jabs, my doctor has advised me not to get the shot at this time, said Parada, claiming that they contracted COVID more than a year ago, but the symptoms were mild. You know, I find that bullshit. I really do. I mean, what, is he like the original band member? He's already had the the disease, or he's already had the virus? He's got the antibodies and they're still giving him grief? That That's bullshit. He went on to explain that throughout his childhood, he suffered from several rounds of Gillian-Barr syndrome and doesn't want to risk triggering another bout with the vaccine. GPS is a rare disorder in which the body's immune system attacks your nerves, causing weakness and tingling in your extremities, according to the Mayo Clinic. However, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported that people who have had GPS actually can get the COVID-19 vaccine with no cases of returning GPS reported following the Moderna clinical trials and only one GPS case in the Johnson & Johnson trial. He quotes, Since I am able to comply with what is increasingly becoming an industry mandate, it has recently been decided that I am unsafe to be around in the studio and on tour, Parada continued in his social media statement. It wasn't clear if Parada's departure is permanent, but he noted he will not perform in the band's upcoming shows. While remaining cordial with the band he joined in 2007, Parada did rail against vaccine mandates. Quoting, I do not find it ethical or wise to allow those with the most power, the government, corporations, organizations, and employers, to dictate medical procedures to those with least power, he wrote. There are countless folks like me for whom these shots carry a greater risk than the virus, sending love to everyone who has been impacted by this pandemic in all the ways lives have been lost and altered. Other members of the offspring have yet to comment on Parada's statements. Yeah, and it shows a tweet from him. It says right here, I've got some unfortunate and difficult news to share. I know many of my close friends and family would have preferred to hear this privately first. And I apologize for the public nature of the disclosure, but I don't know how to have this conversation multiple times. And that's what he tweeted. I mean, it sounds like he, he's writing himself off as a, it's a death sentence. It's not a death sentence. You just got tested positive for the shit. Big deal. You're not going to be hospitalized. Chances are you're not going to be hospitalized. Well, I, I got to retract that. I have to retract all that. He does have an underlying condition, so that's a tricky one I'm not too familiar with what he what he's dealing with as far as that and the vaccine but I mean if his doctor is saying don't take the vaccine I would probably go on the side with the doctor rather than the government official trying to push the mandates around I mean all oh, they're doing if they're not doing it for the public's health they're just doing it for our power control and it's just a shame that the whole band just kind of you know I, I mean I can understand that he doesn't want to get his bandmates sick or anything like that I'd hate to get my co-workers sick with the flu. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I sit, But, you know, I, I understand that. But I hope that he doesn't quit. I mean, that would be, that'd be shameful. I mean, he's been with them, what, since 2007? So, I don't know. Best of luck to him, though. Alright guys, that's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for stopping by. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. It was a little bit interesting for me. I was doing some troubleshooting before I start taking the podcast full time on the road. Hopefully I'll be able to do that soon. Uh, so I'm just kind of just toying around with the new equipment, the computer, seeing how much I can get out of it while traveling, you know, do all my editing and everything like that. So. Hopefully it turns out soon. But for now, what I'm doing is just checking out the microphone. Interesting setup the way it is. I even had it at one point running hot spot off my cell phone so I could read you a couple of the stories. So that was pretty cool. I think it's going to work out pretty good. So hopefully you guys, you know, it wasn't too much of a pain, the audio quality and everything. I won't know until I do the final editing. But nonetheless, it, I'd rate it probably about... I don't know about B minus I guess it was it was decent. I'm still learning you know I'm still it, it's a work in progress before I hit the road so bear with me if there's if it comes off a little weird or you know sounds a little off. but with that being said, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm a ghost. I hope you guys have a wonderful Wednesday and I will talk to you Friday. Peace out.